Hi guys, um, welcome to another episode of Our Inner Voices. Actually, welcome to the final episode of Our Inner Voices for se- for season one. Uh, yeah, I hear the voices in the back. Uh, it's all right, guys. I'm g- we're gonna be back. We're gonna be back. Like, um, obviously, this has been really fun. Um, this is what episode twelve. So yeah, it's been really fun. I've enjoyed engaging with people on specific topics and, you know, I just feel, I feel it's time to regroup and just, like, take some time to look at what I've done and so that I can come back better. So this will be the last episode for a, for a bit. Um, any more information, I'll let people know at a later date. But, yeah, and without further ado, I'd like to introduce my guest for today. Uh, many know him as Side Strews. I know him as friend. What's up, bro? Thank you, Noah, for the gayest introduction to be ever given on the show. But um, it's an honor. <laughs> Thank you, Noah, for the most homosexual interruption of the show. I would like to remain um, as politically correct as I can. So, yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's an honor to be on the show. I've I've been a viewer. Or, or listener, I guess, because you can't really see it. Yeah. But yeah, um, I've been an avid listener and I'm just a fan of what's going on. So I'm you, basically. So it's not just me on the show today, it's all of you. It's for the common listener who gets to be a person on the show. And that's dope as shit, man. Let's get this going. It's geek! Alright, so... Um, well, Alright, so today's topic... Without any further ado, what does that mean? I, I'm not quite sure what that means. But anyway, today's topic is failure. I know a lot of you lots um, hearts are really thumping right now when you heard the word failure. And I feel like it's only natural. I feel like it's only humanly natural for you to be feeling the anxiety when someone says failure. Like, yeah, it's a scary word, but that's exactly what we're trying to explore today. So, uh, Keep the anxiety and why not explore it? Why not just, you know, let us help you explore why failure is becoming such a, or not even just becoming, why it is such a phenomenon with humans, really. So, yeah, stay tuned, man. Thank you very much, bro. Well explained. <clears throat> now, um, failure, um, failure is simply defined as a lack of success. And so, obviously... You know, everybody, most people chase a certain amount of success in life. You know, like successful marriages or success in your academic life or success in your social life. You know, if you are if you have a career path, like you want to be successful in it, you know. So everybody has like ambitions. But a lot of the time, um, the way society is carved out, it feels like in the in the pursuit of like these ambitions we we get to a point where we're made to believe that it's it's so wrong to you know make mistakes or it's wrong to fail because you know everybody's always trying to get everyone else to be the best so then if you know they forget to explain to you that 
you can never be the best if you don't fail a few times, you know. So, like, today's, you know, that's why I feel like, that's why we're, we're, we're talking about this, you know, the idea of failure. Like, what is failure? Like, you know, I mean, I've defined it, but why is it so powerful? Like, why does it stop so many people from becoming successful because they're too scared to fail on the first try? To be fair, um, to get things started, I just want to say, I feel like failure is um, failure and the negative perception of it stems a lot from what me and Noah were discussing um, before this anyway, about um, how society really creates the concept of failure and why it's a negative thing because failures are measured differently by everyone. So in order for you to think failure is a negative thing is because it's instilled in you that failure is negative. Whereas people who, like myself and Noah were discussing, like, were people who are trying to live life in a more, let's say, in a more vicarious way, and where we look at the, we look at the world in a way where we're like, we don't have to necessarily follow the stereotypes and the normal way of doing things. Like, why not question it a little further? So if that's even by you doing the smallest thing, like changing how you perceive a word such as failure, then I feel like that could help you go a long way because failure to a lot of people is a barricade. So in order for them to alleviate the barricade, because it's so negative and they feel like failure is what it is, as in it being absolute negative, they see it as not just a barricade, but like as a as a, a impenetrable wall. Like it's just there. So they're not getting away from that. It's a negative thing. If I fail, that's it. But by just literally changing your perception and looking at it as maybe failure is a trial. It was a minor error in the trial in which I am now better for knowing and better for being able to overcome once I understand it. And also, like, to add, um, you know, w- w- one of the biggest things when it comes to failure is, like, that w- w- one of the biggest things... Uh, okay, not one of the biggest things. So one of the things we're going to explore today is the is where this fear of failure comes from. Like, obviously, now, let me, first of all, let me clarify this. Like, when I say failure, I'm using failure in a loose, very loose terms here. But I'm specifically talking about the the people uh, being scared to make mistakes. So I do understand that, obviously, you're, I'm not saying embrace failure, like want to be a failure, but I'm saying embrace the chance to make a mistake so that you can learn from it and get better. But yeah, that being said, the fear of the unknown, I feel, is one of the biggest things that adds to our fear of, you know, like our, our fear, like our, that adds to our uh, fear of being wrong or our fear of making mistakes. I'm, I'm glad you actually brought that up. Why do you think people are so scared of the unknown? And Well, I think, the thing is, right, if we, I always go straight back to the earliest times in the human race, right? From from the caveman times, human beings were always scared of the environment because the environment was so dangerous that you could die in any moment. There were wild animals everywhere. The world was like, you know, the there was a lot of things con- and conditions which people couldn't acclimatize to. So, like, I feel like we still have that mentality at the back of our brains, you know. Acclimatize. <laughs> acclimatize. <laughs> 
but yeah, I feel like you know people still have that mentality. Um, like for example, if simplest example I can think of, if you're you're um doing your let's say you want to travel to a different country to maybe live, right? Because you always felt deep down that you just want to go. Um, um, you just want to have a different life. A lot of the times, people can't do it, or even when they do do it, there's a lot of fear attached to it. Like people are so scared to do it because they're like, if I fail, it's gonna be so bad. What if I get there and I fail? What if I get there and I hate it? See, I'm glad that you gave us that little anecdote that you just did there because you just ended it with, when I fail, it's gonna be so bad. When I fail, it's gonna, it's it just, it's cynical and it brings it all back to failure. So. That just epitomizes how, like, how condescending the word failure is becoming. Like, it's not just a thing that you see people going through failure every day. So that alone should ring a bell or spark something in you to see that failure is an everyday constant. It's it's just accepted as an anomaly, if anything. Something that spontaneous that can happen without really any valid occurrence in it being there or whatever. So just... Just the idea of it as that, I feel like as what you know, a lot of people could learn from in order to rid of the, rid themselves of the negative perception of the word failure, and like being able to thrive. Because I feel like um, at the age that we're now, like we've come up with a lot of people, and we've seen um, how people have turned out. A lot of people have turned out um, differently. I wouldn't necessarily judge and be like others are rich, others are poor, others are doing this, others are doing that. Like I would say everyone is doing what they're given the circumstance to be doing at the time. Whether it's something you enjoy or not, everyone's trying to move forward. So in that fact that we're all trying to move forward and for you to have negative doubts about an error or failure or stuff like that, it's all well you know, it's all well considered. Like we know why people are facing that but ultimately in order to succeed i think you need to just be able to look past it and rid yourself of the word failure and the negative connotations that it has that's nicely said and um When you think about failure, right? Obviously, um, another thing. What was I going to say? When, so, when you think about the idea of failure, it's another one of those things where society and the individual can be held responsible for. Like, society and the individual can be held responsible for this stigma around, like, people being uh, this stigma surrounding people making mistakes. You know, where you've been brought up, like. Being you've been brought up be, like being told you have to be the best, like you have to you can't make mistakes, like you know you have to absolutely be on point every time, 
and like if you and like you know if you have that mindset you you never get told that it's okay to make mistakes because that's how you build character that's how you build your skills and you know etc in light of everything we're saying here um i feel like it's finally time to sort of reveal the the secret agenda here and kind of enlighten or try to enlighten because we're not the smartest people in the world by far from that please so um just try to enlighten them with some of the things that some of the ways rather in which they can see failure as a positive thing so the way in which they overcome it and see so we're talking about failure a lot here as well but this actually goes hand in hand with all the sort of negative um driven things that are in your life like failure but then failure being the most you know i feel like the core of most of it i feel like people fear it so much or way too much so yeah um what are some of the ways in which they can use failure as a weapon i mean first of all obviously like i can only use experiences from that i know personally uh because you know nobody's and i'm no expert on any of this stuff this is literally just what we we just have i should stop blabbering right um education is the best is the easiest example i could come up with on top of my head i'm a bit boring like that but um with maths you know everybody remembers having to do maths in class and you know solving the stuff and you know some people got it straight away some a lot of people didn't get it some people got better at it throughout the year and you saw the improvements in the exams and a lot of people would be like hopeless like give up like oh maths is too difficult i'm never going to get it but there were some people who they would fail a lot of times they would go back to the teacher and say what did i do wrong here teacher would be like okay like in maths you know they're like sometimes they're like four or five steps teacher would be like okay in at each like at each step this is what you did right or wrong right and you see the person improve so much that in the beginning maybe they were getting all the steps wrong now they only like at some point they've started to get the main the three first steps right and only failing the last one which means they have made progress in their in their understanding of of the of the sums and by the time those people get to the end they're not only they know it so well because they have practiced so hard and they've made so many mistakes and learned from it but not only that they also like have a more open mind towards future mathematical issues and you know that's for me that's a, a that's something that just shows the essence why you have to be willing to accept your Ls <laughs> basically i agree with what um you were saying there and i feel like keeping in the logistics of just uh, mathematics as well i feel like the whole trial and error thing is what i personally try to live my life by as well like if for me going through failure or facing adversity that people call failure these days it just i feel like i try to i'm such an optimistic person with the, with the right balance of course i feel i'm such an optimistic person that i see or try to really squeeze every positive out of a negative situation because i feel like we really just accentuate these things and we really just like we dig our own graves like these things that we attach to these um abstract ideas such as failure are only derived within us and our attachment to society and that's literally it i feel like that's literally just it so like like for example right think to yourself who gave you who who made you believe uh 
you know, who made you believe that making mistakes was a problem? Sometimes it was your teachers. If they weren't the best at handling students, you know, if they were just very focused on results, so they just wanted the best from the class always, so they weren't, they didn't have too much time for the other kids. Sometimes it's, an, it's you know, influential figures in your life, like your parents, where it's like they want you to succeed, but nobody's willing to remember that to succeed you have to fail a few times like when i say fail i mean you have to like make mistakes or else you might as well be perfect like unless every human being is solid unless you're perfect you have to make mistakes but a lot of parents maybe they didn't tell their kids that instead they made them believe now nah, you just have to keep being the best if you get less than the best that's horrible it's not good enough i'm ashamed of you and so many other pressures from society you know but it's it's wrong, like in it's wrong. People should not feel so strongly that making a mistake or failing at something means they're hopeless, means they're useless, they're not worth anything. Because it just means you're found you're one step closer to figuring out how to succeed at the thing. Oh yeah. Um another thing that I thought me and Noah personally discussed as well. Um and we were just bouncing around the ideas and I came across and said um, mistakes are kind of like assets if you want to try to use them in a more positive sort of way and what I mean by that is that um, when you make a mistake that mistake that you've made is a learning experience well some people see it that way I decide to see it that way no one probably decided to see it yeah so we decide to see it that way it's a learning experience so because it's a learning experience it's something that's valuable so if it has value it can be seen as an asset sort of something that you know you you is yours and you can use expendably so therefore if you're using your mistakes if you're using your mistakes in a way in which you're learning from them then that's one of the most avertant ways to sort of overcome failure yeah so like another like one of the ways i like to look at this idea is right failure is the enemy like you want to be successful right so failing is something which you hate it makes sense but a lot of you know if you read a lot of these books about that talk about like business strategy and stop and business strategy war strategy you the advice is always you know don't underestimate your enemy study your enemy know your enemy really well so that you can anticipate his moves so if you go if you get defeated you're failed in that moment, fair enough, in the sense of the word failed. You can just go back, pick up that failure, study it. The next time you're going to do better. And then you're winning. You keep winning against your enemy. So, you know. It only means as much as you let it mean, basically. The, fail, yeah, exactly. the failure will only mean as much as you let it mean. Exactly. Well, kind of, but... Yeah. The failure will ultimately just mean as much as as much as you fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> keep this in. Keep this in. <laughs> Basically, fam, if you fail at something, you know, it's not a big deal. It's not. It's not literally. I can end it on that. It's not because failing. Is what you choose to let it mean to you. If it's a negative thing, come on, but use it in a way in which you can benefit from it. 
the world is cold. You need to survive. Survival of the fittest. You need to use every weapon formed against you and try to turn it into an asset. Or if it's not useful to you, dismantle it. Break it down systematically. That's what I do to my enemies. That's why I have none. No, how many enemies do I have? None. And that's only because we fought out of church. Yeah, none. How many enemies do I have? None. As in a none from a church. Oh, that was brilliant. <laughs> I'm going to listen back to this. <laughs> that was brilliant. Oh. Um, yeah. So the final thing we're going to... Uh, so the final thing that we are going to is what no other probably said at this time. But um, let a real G talk. So the final thing that we're going to talk about is still in which I think mindset plays a strong role in all of this. And how do you think people should just... How can we influence people's mindsets right now from what we've just wasted their time doing? What can they take back from this? What what can they implement right now? Because we're, we're about the easy fix right now. Like we're microwave food podcast right now. That like we just want to, they just want to consume it. Be like, yo, is this worth it? So what can we alley oop to these men right now? Let me think about this for a second. Smallest change you can make. All right. So I I think personally, you should just laugh at yourself. Now, I know that sounds, you know, that sounds simple, but honestly speaking, I think at times you just honestly laugh at your mistakes. Laugh at how, because think about it, right? We're talking about failure and mistakes as if they are personified, basically, you know. So if you think about them as two personified uh, human uh, beings, if I say laugh at your mistakes, laugh at your failures, you're literally you're literally standing laughing at two people separate from you, right? And that's how you should look at it. Failure is not you. It's just something that has happened as a result. It's just something that is it happened outside of you. Like you did something and you, it didn't go as well as it wanted. That doesn't mean you're a failure. That just means failure happened. And also in relation to laughing at those failures, I think you should also then learn and reflect on those failures and that's literally just three things that we've even learned, um, named right now that you could use failures as a benefit of laugh at them like people post l's on twitter and the timeline all the time and you know what the person who got caught who's that guy that dominic said dominic this guy's a pussy he was licking out a <laughs> laugh he's got he's probably gonna be like oh, he's not gonna laugh okay that was a very bad example but laugh, <laughs> laugh, laugh at your failures, man. Laugh at them, reflect on them, and just use them, man. Just and being able to use this, I feel like will just broaden so many aspects in which you can just gain from using a lot of negative things as well. So that's that's literally just one way in which we just encourage you to try and change your mindset and just be more open and accepting to failure. Pretty much. Because let's be honest, you're going to fail. Like, nobody was born perfect. Um, like, so if you're, you know, nobody was born perfect, so therefore nobody should be expected to be perfect. You can try and reach perfection, but you don't, you shouldn't be expected to start from 
I mean, don't get me wrong. There are obviously some people, you know, Hazard. Uh, but yeah, there are obviously some people who are just born extremely good. But even Hazard, that's a bad example because he fails a lot. Shit. <laughs> we should basically just dedicate this entire podcast to awesome supporters because I feel like, no, 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 don't do that, 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 don't, do that. don't, don't look at me like that. Don't laugh, don't laugh. This is a very serious. Come on, come on. You're grown, man. I feel like no one. Um, I feel like no one in this world understands failure more so than an Arsenal supporter. So just for that, you guys understand that failure is not the end. Because now you can't even use this against me. Because when you do eventually win the Premier League. That's never gonna happen. That's never gonna happen. <laughs> Merry Christmas, bitches. <laughs> hey, watch out for season two. We're gonna be way more unruly. Yeah, watch out for season two. Just, just watch out for season two. Audio will get fixed. You might even have visual. Wait, was I letting the cat out the back? Hey, you didn't hear from me. But yeah. Um, obviously, today's episode is a bit more all over the place, but that was the plan. It's the final countdown. It's the final. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna edit that out. Um, but yeah, so just uh, to conclude, I'd like to um, just wish everybody a merry Christmas. I know this is being released on Boxing Day, so Christmas has already happened. But you know, you know what I mean. And a happy New Year to everyone. I hope people be doing fun stuff. You know. It would be nice to, you know, yeah. Shameless plug alert. Let me just say, uh, on Snapchat, you can find me at Homeless Pigeon. I haven't been posting as much as I usually do. However, I think I might start again. I think I might start again because I need to support the show way more. I think everyone needs to ship, uh, show way more love. Support the show way more. Right, come on, man. This is Noah. This is our guy. We know him personally. So yeah, um, at Snapchat you can find me at Homeless Pigeon. My MySpace is fuck it up. Actually, I'm not really on Instagram like that to be honest. So yeah, just my Snapchat is Homeless Pigeon, and if you know, then you know, then you know, isn't it? Peace out. Voices. I'm in a voice.